Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Filled with odd fright, see Jurassic right, bathed in ember light, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, 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 see Jurassic right, see Jurassic right, see Jurassic Park. Welcome to a very belated See Jurassic Right. I'm your host, Stephen Ray Morris, and today is a new episode of Park Experts, a segment where I chat with my guests about Jurassic Park, dinosaurs, and everything in between. In a more casual setting than the season one and forthcoming season two episodes. So don those khaki shorts and don't forget your Hawaiian shirt and let's dive in. This week's guest, Jurassic Outpost and Chaos Theorem content creator, Samantha Indris, aka Samantha Joe. She shares her Jurassic Park origin story as well as sharing sci-fi with her mom. We chat about keeping dinosaur toys on our person at all times, come up with costume ideas for obscure Jurassic Park characters, and more. Hold on to your butts and enjoy the show. Yeah, I think we met at the trivia night thing I did. Yeah, um, a year ago almost now. Wow, that's so crazy. I know, it's weird to think that Fallen Kingdom is a year old already. I know, I saw people posting about, well, I think you were posting about it, seeing over in London for the first time, and I'm like, 
it was a year ago. Yeah. Well, and, and then I think just because the movie was released over the course of, uh, you know, over a month. Like the month, yeah. Yeah, just in all the different territories. Um, yeah, it feels like more than Jurassic World. It feels like the whole month is kind of like a, I mean, I guess I guess we are just embracing it as being Jurassic June in, yeah. in that kind of significant way. Yeah, it's funny just because for me, I got into, I feel like one of the first things that got me back into Jurassic Park fandom, besides like Jurassic Collectibles, was discovering Jurassic Outpost and stuff like that. And I guess even before, I I mean, I do want to hear your Jurassic origin story, but how did you get involved with Jurassic Outpost? Because really that was, yeah, like, I I feel like right around the time Jurassic World came out was, I was like hungry for, you know, like Star Wars has fandom and Marvel, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, Mm -hmm. is there a Jurassic Park community? Because I hadn't, I hadn't really been like in any type of fandom for Jurassic you know, I kind of taken a break in between Jurassic Park three yeah. and Jurassic World. How did how did you get involved in all that? Um, so yeah, it was just finding it on Twitter. I think was probably Jurassic Outpost, and uh, then people actually talking about dinosaurs. Just you know, I I don't really have any friends that are heavily into Jurassic as I am, so uh, it was kind of nice to go online and find other people that were still obsessed with dinosaurs like me. Yeah. No. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So I just started following people on Twitter mostly and, um, eventually joined a Jurassic park fantasy football league that the Josh Evans started. And, uh, that's actually how our Jurassic's group came together is that, we all did this fantasy football league. And uh, so, you know, we're all being nerdy and naming our teams after dinosaurs and <laughs> stuff. So um, it was pretty awesome. And uh, I mean, that's also how I got into Jurassic Outpost um, because Josh messaged me and um, they needed new writers. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm game. And that's pretty much it. I mean, I just, <laughs> it was just kind of spiraled and I just slowly became more and more involved in the Jurassic community over the past couple of years, really since Jurassic World came out. It'd almost be like weird to, I mean, probably any type of fan. I'm, I'm like trying to imagine a movie or series that really, I mean, I guess maybe if you're like a Matrix if there's like a Matrix fandom, it's like, but even then there's talk about rebooting that. I mean... Oh yeah. I feel like in any any day and age we're we're in danger slash in danger slash in you know, having the luck of getting to keep something alive. So I feel like it, it mm-hmm. it's almost like Jurassic World kind of like rebooted just people being interested in kind of like looking at Jurassic Park again in a way. I don't know. Um did it did like I guess when you went to go see Jurassic World, were you excited about it or was it more of like oh this is a thing for my childhood maybe it'll be good maybe it'll be bad what what was like your what were you thinking? Uh, I was I was super excited I mean we get to go back to Jurassic Park and see dinosaurs again on the big screen and actually have like a quality movie and not like the B movies that are supposed to be dinosaurs and look <laughs> nothing like dinosaurs yeah um, but no I was absolutely very excited about it and uh, I mean, it didn't let me down, so that was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the one thing about Jurassic World is that I feel like 
it was almost like for people who weren't into Jurassic Park or were, you know, kind of more critical or, you know, dismissive of Jurassic World. But it, I feel like for a lot of us growing up, we always wanted to see the park open. Yep, absolutely. That made me really emotional when we, like, we first see the Gray and Zach are in their room and Gray opens the doors and we see the park and the music swells. And I'm like, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. You're like, this is real. This is finally this real. Is You're like, my dreams. <laughs> I would give anything for this to be real. I will much, yeah. s- sell my soul. Uh, <laughs> are, you, happen. are you a big theme park person too? Because I feel like for a lot of people, who, I feel like there's like camps of people and there's a big camp of people who like Jurassic World because you like going to Disneyland or, you know, Universal and stuff like that. Are you, are you a big theme park person? Oh, absolutely. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm dying to go to Disneyland and, and this new Star Wars Galaxy's oh, Edge. Yeah. And my friend just went there and I'm super jealous. <laughs> I know. It's like, you're like, all right, I got to be supportive, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I forget. Did you, did you go to Universal when you were in LA? Cause you went to, cause you, again, it was at the beginning, you came to LA for, um, for Fallen Kingdom. Did you guys yep. end up going to Universal at all or any, or, um, we, yeah, we did. That was actually our original plan when we were thinking that whole weekend up is, uh, we'd go down and, go to the theme park and, you know, ride the ride, obviously. Um, and then go see the movie that night. Um, oh, so cool. And we all dressed up. So, you know, <laughs> that was a, that was actually really cool. Cause I dressed as Ellie Sattler and it's amazing how many random people just compliment you. And like, we got to go in the VIP line for the Jurassic ride because the worker saw us and they're like, come this way. <laughs> you guys deserve to go to the front of the line. We're cool enough. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I almost, you know that you say that, I feel like as far as costumes go, I feel like Ellie Sattler, Hammond, I mean, I don't know. They're all, I, I guess they, I mean, to us, I guess they're iconic, but I think maybe it's like the bright colors make it so Yeah, you can pick no, out th- in the crowd. Yeah, I was thinking about that earlier this week and I'm like none of the costumes are really like stand out a lot there's nothing really specific about them but um you know now we know like they're iconic looks but I mean I could just naturally be wearing khaki shorts and a (laughs) salmon pink shirt I mean there's nothing wrong with that yeah it was funny because I dressed up for the 25th at Universal last year Uh I dressed up like Ellie Sattler and then I basically all I had to do was throw a, a hat into the mix and some uh, margaritas. And I basically was a Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Buffett costume. It was literally almost the same exact costume. Yep. Which is, I wonder, now that I'm thinking, I wonder if that was them doing that as an homage to Ellie Sattler, having Jimmy Buffett dress up as... That could have been, yeah. I, I mean, because that is kind of a very bright pink shirt. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, well, I guess we see, I always thought it'd be cool for somebody to do like a like a, a costume for Halloween to dress up as uh Sattler and Grant's um, dig site look. I feel like I've never seen those people dress up like those looks in the movie. So but- I actually have a plan for Jurassic June. I'm going for Ellie's second look. So, you know, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Awesome denim outfit. <laughs> Canadian. Well, it's not a Canadian tuxedo, I guess, but kind of almost sort of yeah i feel like just when people see dr sattler's outfit it's just like boom we 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 see we imagine laura dern standing beside the big pile of shit you know (laughs) 
flying to London for Fallen Kingdom was like, I don't know, I've never done anything like that before. I've, I've never flown across the ocean to see a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but I've never even really, because I've like met people who've like flown, you know, to go see a concert or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when the Jurassics, when you guys were like, okay, cool, Fallen Kingdom's coming out. Were you all planning to meet up in some place? Was that like always the plan? And LA just was like, well, Universal, like you, you hadn't kind of had a lot of things to do. We all kind of started just joking at the beginning, like, oh, we should see the movie together when it comes out. We're like, okay, yeah, 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 we'll see when it gets closer. And then it kind of spiraled into, hey, maybe we should go to the park, because I think some of us hadn't been to the park before. And it's like, yeah, that'd be fun. And we're like, it's getting closer. Should we book an Airbnb? So it was just kind of this, like, we fell into this vacation, and it just turned into this fantastic weekend and then you had your trivia night so that added into the fun as well and you guys won i think right who has 29 out of 30 (laughs) they they're experts they know everything we did yes yes we dominated (laughs) well i think i because it's kind of coming back to me i feel like there was a question you got you guys called me out there was like i was my question was technically incorrect but i don't remember what it was uh, I mean, it was a year ago, so I don't. I don't think. I, I remember we argued about the raptor deaths. That's like what it how was. How many raptor deaths? Because I think your answer was three, but we were saying it was two because we don't actually see the one in the freezer die. That's true. No, you're right. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, um, it's burned into my memory. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I feel like I mean the the fact that we have five movies now, and you know, we're gonna have six. Um, is really cool, but it it's almost like for that first growing up, it's like, I forget, I think I was talking to Clayton Fioriti and I was thinking like, is there anything left in the original movie that we haven't discussed, broken down, dissected? Like, is there any mysteries left in that original movie? But when you mentioned the, the fridge again, I'm like, that must have been so weird. Like whoever was going to go clean up Nublar and then they just open a fridge and there's just a frozen raptor. <laughs> The raptor popsicles just hanging out. <laughs> in your mind, is there anything left in the original movie that, like, I feel like we haven't discussed to death almost, you know? I I don't think so. I mean, nothing comes to mind right off. But, you know, we've had 26 years now of discussing it. So, um, you know, I mean, we always have things to talk about, though, which is kind of the great thing. People's yeah. different takes on stuff and yeah no i mean it seems like every couple years we're like wait a minute who whose eggs are those are those raptor galamimus eggs yeah (laughs) it's like a weird schrodinger's dinosaur kind of thing (laughs) how many galamimus are in the in the field uh (laughs) yeah oh wait has somebody counted that i don't know (laughs) i can i can probably yeah i can totally see somebody um yeah, d- doing that. Um, wait, had you been to Universal before when when you uh, uh, when you went this last time? I had been once before. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We're we're about ten days into Jurassic June, um, and yeah, I was the previous episode is Tom Fishenden, and I think both of us were like, "There's just such a wealth of." I almost thought that like in this in between year, you know, we have these two in between years. I almost thought that we wouldn't have that much to do, but it seems like mm-hmm. we have, it seems like it's been pretty packed. I mean, Camp Cretaceous and all that stuff. How are you, how are you feeling? And then you do, you do your t-shirt thing, which is super awesome too. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel like we've actually had pretty decent 
um, news, especially for outposts to, uh, you know, report on. Um, I think having the toys still coming out helps a lot too. Um, because we can still like, Oh, Hey, look at the Brachiosaurus, you know, like that's, uh, I'm so excited for that. (laughs) Yeah. What are, what are your favorite, um, uh, of the Mattel toys? Gosh, I pretty much love all the, the Rexes, um, the thrash and throw, I think was one of the first ones I got. I love that. Um, I love some of the figures too, like the legacy figures. Yeah. Love those. I wish we had some more of those, honestly, though. Like if we had Lex and Tim and Hammond, um, I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I know. I It would be so nice to, for them to finally make a Lex figure. Yeah. And, and just to go to Arena Richards, you know, and, and present it to her. They're like, look. <laughs> After all this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it'd be perfect to the Brachiosaurus when it comes out, you know? Oh, yeah. I know. I'm su- surprised the Brachiosaurus didn't have like a like a squeeze on top, you know, for the... I was thinking of that. So you'd be like, <laughs> snot Lex. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And you can... What, isn't there... I feel like I saw some playset where there's... It's like the Baryonyx and it's like slime lava or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have the slime that like drips down. Yeah, you could just repurpose that. That would be, you know... Yeah. Come on, Mattel. Let's, yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And wait, for the for the t-shirt thing, if you could explain uh-huh. it for the listeners, what um are you basically because you basically just have enough Jurassic stuff for 30 days. Yeah, I I have probably at this point I have more than 30 oh days God. worth of stuff. That's so cool. And it wasn't it wasn't always like that, but uh, you know, with Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom coming out, we've got a lot of more stuff coming out. And especially in women's clothing, too, which I'm super happy about, Um, because before there was not really much (laughs) at all for women. Yeah. Uh, And I mean, I go and buy men's T-shirts anyway, because whatever. But um, it's nice to have like dresses and skirts and some tank tops and stuff that are actually for women. Um, So I may have went a little crazy with Fallen Kingdom (laughs) stuff. But uh, yeah, so I just try and post a different picture of one of my dinosaur items, whether it's t-shirts, I also have socks, um, leggings, etc. Yeah, no, there's definitely a lot more. Yeah. Just, it's like, it's, I mean, that's how I, I don't, I mean, I don't know how you feel, but like to just go into target and see dinosaur toys every, you know, every time now, like it just mm-hmm. feels like it, it just, I don't, I don't have too many memories when I was a kid of like, actually being in the store like to like i feel like somebody posted like old like maybe collect jurassic like post like um like an old photo of like what an aisle looked like in a toys r us oh yeah back in the 90s or something and it's i don't necessarily have any memories of that but i I don't know it just seems so cool that we just get to see dinosaur you know jurassic park toys like on the shelves again like normal like like it seemed like it was when we were growing up yeah I, i don't remember too much seeing jurassic toys when i was little but, um, you know, I'm sure my mom, like, steered me away from the toy aisles when we were in there. Um, <laughs> but I do remember, like, wanting the dinosaurs, and we could never find one that didn't have a missing battle damage piece. Oh, no. So I never got one when I was little, and I'm, I'm still upset about that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is your... Jurassic Park origin story. When did you first see it? Did you see the original in theaters or um, I feel like a lot of people have like the VHS thing too, which, you know, that was also a big component. I feel like of my childhood. 
Yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. Um, I was five when it came out, and uh, so my mom wouldn't have taken me like to the actual theater to see it. But I remember watching it at home and watching it a lot. Yeah, probably five or six whenever it first came out. And uh, my mom likes sci-fi stuff, so, um, you know, she was game to watch it with me, of course. Um, but yeah, I just remember watching it first time and being so, like, enthralled by how real it all looked like i believe that there were dinosaurs like that could actually happen and you know seeing ellie and alan seeing the brachiosaurus the first time that was amazing yeah it really doesn't get better than that (laughs) no and it's still one of my favorite scenes like in any of the movies it's one of the best um yeah no it it it's I mean, yeah, because because I was the same age as you. I, I was six when it came out. I again, it's I think I think everyone our age, it's like it, it is such a like flip of the coin, whether or not we were allowed to see it in theaters. Yeah. And so I definitely was too young. I mean, I, I definitely saw it in theaters, um, you know, and was probably a little not a little, probably a lot scared. But yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy how much that that scene I mean, it's, I mean, the scene where, and even the scene where like Rexy's on the road and just like that single, um, you know, her single like roar at Grant, like Mm -hmm. that scares me today. I couldn't have imagined (laughs) being a six year old and seeing that. I remember, I think the one part that scared me the most was when the kids were in the car and Rexy broke through the the roof. Yeah. I think that was the most frightening because it was like, okay, these kids are by themselves. What would you do in this situation? Like, I mean, basically scream is all you can do, you know? No, I feel like as a kid, it was just like imagining yourself in these kind of scenarios, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd always always do the uh, jello jiggle, you know? (laughs) I mean, that's that's a must. Yeah, yeah. You got to complete the whole... You got to waver in a flashlight and then... uh, you know, and um, I always just thought that like pulling down the in the kitchen, like pulling down the uh, that when Lex gets into the little thing and is like pulling it down. I was like, oh, that's such a smart move. Like, oh, Lex, yeah. Lex is like she Lex knows what's up. Like she's like the perfect older sister. Lex is super smart. And uh, I think I tried to pretend to be her a lot and like pretended I was hacking yeah. when we had our <laughs> computer, like just randomly typing in like a Word document or something. But <laughs> I'm totally hacking. Yeah, yeah. You're getting into the system. Yeah. Uh, um, It's funny, actually, that just reminded me, like, thinking about Fallen Kingdom. One of the things uh, I really liked about Macy was that you see her, like, play dinosaur in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, that's, like, what we used to do as a kid, you know? (laughs) Yeah. She's us. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's, she's the biggest. I mean, I guess it's a competition who's the biggest dinosaur nerd. Macy... Uh, uh, Gray or Tim. Mm. Sure. I feel like Tim just because Tim almost is like that kid who like read, who's like reading the adult books, you know, like at too young of an age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I like Macy's imagination a lot. And she has a Jurassic Park diorama, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's got all those things to play with, you know? I mean, Tim had his books, but then, you know, that would also be interesting to like, what happened to Tim? Like, is he completely scarred and never <laughs> wants to talk about dinosaurs ever again? Or did that just 
continue his fascination with it, you know? As far as like, you know, because kids are such the Jurassic staple, but I almost feel like when you're when you're that young, it's almost like, you know, because all the systems aren't fully formed yet, you kind of I feel like it's like the adults are way more traumatized. You know, Grant and, and Malcolm are much more scarred by these experiences. I feel like the kids mm-hmm. would bounce back a little bit more, but we haven't really seen. I mean, assuming, you know, I, again, just it's, you know, it's 20. I was like, what year is it again? It's 2019. You know, there's no there's no official news or anything yet about Jurassic World 3. It's so far. It's still far right. off from, you know, even filming or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it would be it would be cool to have Macy come back and have her come back, because you know, just because, again, other than seeing Lex and Tim a little bit at the beginning of Lost World, we haven't had that kind of continuity from a child's perspective. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love Lex and Tim, though. So <laughs> what are they doing? Back. You know, it seems like Fallen Kingdom and even Jurassic World, you know, they it's almost like the biggest character talked about more than any other characters, Hammond, you know, and so mm-hmm. them being them being uh, I was like, they're his great. Yeah, they're his grandchildren. It's the right mm-hmm. order. He's not their grandchildren. Um, right. it, it seems like you would wonder what they would think of the opening of the new park and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. I had that thought when uh fallen kingdom was coming out i'm like you know because we don't necessarily know who's going to be you know in the movies like surprise pop-up and i was kind of hoping that lex and tim and everybody would be in that courtroom scene behind (laughs) malcolm like i remember examining like photos of it and trying to figure out if is that the shape does that look enough like lex but um i just kind of wish we'd get like a little snippet you know of what they're doing with their lives yeah well and it's it's funny that you mentioned that because i feel like i was going crazy for a minute where so when yeah when i saw fallen kingdom i remember i think maybe it was making the rounds on twitter it was almost like a blurry photo and like a like somebody was circling a group of people in the courtroom okay so i'm not crazy that did exist Yep, that's the one that we were like all examining for that month or whatever. And like, okay, this could be Lex and Tim and da da da, and everybody was lined up. It worked. So yeah, I know, and you know, honestly, I actually just forgot about this until right now. I, I wonder if, like, at least for me personally, I was like so hoping for that that like when it, I remember when I saw the movie for the first time, I had us, I had that in the back of my head. And I almost, I feel like I've almost blocked it out because I was so disappointed, you know? I know. I think I was kind of disappointed too. Cause I'm like, okay, courtroom scene and nobody else, like nobody else in the background, no quick pan over. They don't have to say anything just like in the background. Yeah. I, I mean, I wonder maybe they just didn't want to, you know, I wonder if they were would... more disappointing being like, oh, that's all we got. Yeah. We, uh, we were just hoping for too much there it probably would have been way too much though to have everybody crammed in there yeah well i mean what are your what are your thoughts on because yeah i feel like we're all kind of i feel like i go back and forth about my thoughts about malcolm in fallen kingdom and i feel like i'm leaning on the side of like appreciating it more now almost like mm-hmm. he's the you know he's just supposed to be there as kind of like a bookend and you're not really going to get into his psyche or what he's been up to kind of thing. But I I also, I think was also disappointed initially that, you know, you know, there isn't anything else, you know, there really isn't anything else to him in the movie. Right. 
no, I was, I really had no idea what they were going to do with him and, um, kind of disappointed that they didn't have him really do anything else or interact with anyone. But, um, again, it may have been too much if they did anything else. And I think it fit well for Fallen Kingdom that he was just kind of that voice of reason for the one side and just saying his piece and that's it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, uh, it's like, that's his kind of, you know, it, it almost seems like in the original movie, like in this, in Lost World and JP three, it's like, everyone's kind of like all the people who survived are kind of like, Oh, I, I don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I don't want to go back to a, to a, to an Island filled with dinosaurs. Oh, I'm kidnapped. Whoops. Um, <laughs> Like, but it almost seems now in these new movies, like people are more willing to like go back, you know? I mean, just the idea, like, I just, I love Claire so much as a character because she's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I was involved with this. And like, like maybe, you know, maybe I have some role to play in what Mm -hmm. went down. So then that the only thing I can really do, it's like, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people were saying that about general Leia where it's like, where, you know, she's the only one who fucking sticks around and actually does her job where <laughs> right. it's like Luke and Han, like run away, you know, I mm-hmm. feel like that about Claire where the same thing with Owen, it's like, he kind of just runs away at the, you know, he's run yeah. away at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I think Claire's a very responsible person too. And, uh, so it kind of makes sense for her to go help out. And then also with the, the book too, with the evolution of Claire, that kind of adds, I feel like added to her character with kind of the background of how she started in that. Yeah. So kind of, it kind of makes sense that she would want to go stick around and help because she, I mean, she had that trauma there on the Island. So, um, you know, she knows how serious this is and wants to see it through essentially. Yeah. Did you, did you like evolution of Claire? I like, I'm like, why aren't we having 10 more of these books out by now? I'm so like, it just was like the thing growing up, like reading, I would read all the like Star Wars novels and stuff. Like I, yeah. Were you excited about that? And did you like, did you read it right away? Or were you like stoked on like more kind of the like lore and stuff outside the movies? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I read that. It was really interesting. Um, well, I was interested in seeing more about the characters outside of the movie. Like you're saying, I, I like read the Star Wars um, books. I liked it. I don't think it was like my favorite book. Like it could have been different for me, but um, it was good for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's, I mean, again, it's a thing. It's like, I think we all talk about, all, I think all of us are so starved for, stuff you know i mean the fact that we are i feel like no other franchise takes their lego movies as seriously as jurassic park fans do no like (laughs) we can't we can't afford to be picky like we've been so without anything for so long and now we're just like give it i want it yeah uh my girlfriend has a two and a half year old and so secret exhibit is on like i've watched secret exhibit like 10 times Mm-hmm. And like the Indominus Escape, I really like, and it, it's like weird. Uh, I don't know if you've watched them a bunch, but like, I almost like I don't think of them as canon, but I certainly like I enjoy their take on the characters and stuff. Oh yeah, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, like not necessarily being canon. Like it's just 
kind of a fun little side story that at the end of the day isn't going to affect the overall, you know, timeline or anything. Yeah. So it's just fun. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Did you, so you were into Jurassic Park as a kid, watched it a bunch. Did you see Mm -hmm. The Lost World in theaters or did you... Or was it kind of again? Well, I mean, I guess I'm like, would 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 I feel like Lost World might even be scarier for? But I I I don't remember being as scared for Lost World when I was yeah, because I mean, we were a little older at that point. But uh, I don't remember if I saw that in theater or not. I cannot remember for Uh, whatever reason that one doesn't like stick out as much to me like when I watched it the first time. Yeah. I do remember I saw Jurassic Park 3 in the theater because I was really excited for that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, again, uh, us being kind of a similar age, it's like JP3 for me was like, okay, now I'm aware of like marketing mm-hmm. and lead up. And, you know, I, 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 I think maybe though I was probably trying to be too cool and not get the toys. But I think I also was mad <laughs> that they were a different size than that than the previous ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> um but I like yeah, I did you did you see that with like family or friends or did you like did you go opening night or anything like that? No, I went with my mom. It's a uh, again, she's like a big sci-fi like enjoys all that dinosaur stuff and I mean, she likes Sam Neill. So, um <laughs> you know. Um That's so cool. I think we I think we saw the trailer actually for it and we're like, okay, we need to go see this. That's so cool. Yeah, my mom is also a big sci-fi person. Like Close Encounters, you know, Spielberg is is mm-hmm. is her favorite movie and West Side Story. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's and like we saw because the same year that Jurassic Park three came out, AI came out in the theaters, and we oh, yeah. we also saw that together. JP three was like the first DVD. Uh, <laughs> was the first oh, yeah. DVD we had in our house. Yeah, actually, I think Jurassic movies the first three were some of the first dvds i had because i think i got them for christmas one year when they first came out and i'm like mom can i have these you're like please supply my dinosaur fix did you please did you did you like dinosaurs before jurassic park yeah i i feel like it's tied together for me because again being like five when it came out um it's kind of when you're starting to you know discover animals and read through the zoo books and all of that. (laughs) And, um, I remember we had like a big, um, 
thing on it in like second grade where we just studied dinosaurs for like I feel like it was months, but it was probably like a month or something. But <laughs> I remember that I was so excited and like we'd have all the books and read through all those and we got to color dinosaurs and it had nothing to do with Jurassic Park. It was just <laughs> dinosaurs. That's so cool. I yeah, I don't I don't remember if we ever if I maybe probably was like it's like I feel like wait, where'd you grow up again? Uh in Vancouver, Washington. Oh, okay. Cause I yeah, maybe West Coast elementary schools are similar but i feel like fourth grade was like the rainforest um, oh yeah we did rainforest um and it's like third grade american history i don't remember but and then like fifth like sixth grade i feel like you learn about like rome and egypt and greece and stuff but i don't know what they yeah. teach the kids these days it's probably way different <laughs> we uh up here we still learn about the uh life cycle of the salmon oh yeah that's very important to- yeah, we get to raise little little baby salmon in the classroom and stuff. They still do it. Wait, so. really? Whoa, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, we get uh, like eggs. I forget who they supplied them. Probably some of the forestry department would supply the classroom um, with eggs. And then we had a tank in the classroom and you know, we got to watch them hatch and go through all of their stages and stuff. Whoa, that's so cool. I wish, the, yeah, that... I mean, I think maybe we had like a classroom hamster or something, but I feel, like, <laughs> but I feel like seeing like ta- you know, like tadpoles too. It's like seeing them, mm-hmm. seeing them change. I feel like is kind of, I feel like, w- b- like just blows blew my mind as a kid. You know? Oh yeah, and you're like, okay, it's an egg, and then it's the little, you know, has the egg sack on it and everything, and then oh, they're little fish. Uh, yeah, you're like, this is anamorphs in action. <laughs> Animorphs, yes. Did they ever turn into dinosaurs? I wonder. I mean, I don't know how they'd be possible, but that but that would be like a crazy crossover, like the animorphs yeah, go to Jurassic would. Park. Oh, Shit. there we go. Can we bring <laughs> animorphs back? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think they tried to, but I don't think people were interested. Oh. They like I read a thing where they basically re, like they brought up the books again, but they changed some of the references to be modern. Oh. Eh. Yeah. I mean, I tried to read Goosebumps again as an adult and mm-hmm. it was I was like, oh, this is just bad writing. It's not even <laughs> it's not even bad writing for kids. It's just like literally R.L. Stein was like, look, I'm just going to write these in a day. Like each one is he's just going to write it in a day. Oh, yeah. They're super easy reads. But, <laughs> you know, for kids, that's fantastic. Did you did you read the books as a kid? Uh, not well, Goosebumps, but I meant I meant I meant to say Jurassic Park. But. <laughs> yes, Um I, yeah, I read, um, Jurassic Park probably, I don't know, when I was 10 or 11 or something. Um, again, my mom and I would always, uh, go shopping together and, um, she'd always go look at used books. And, um, one day I saw the Jurassic Park logo and I'm like, I need this. And, you know, when you're (laughs) little, you don't realize like, movies are based on books the majority (laughs) yeah no yeah seriously that's like mind-blowing and so it's like i want this i don't even know what it is but i want it and so my mom bought it for me and um you know i think that was probably the first like adult sci-fi book that i read um you know stepping away from goosebumps and all (laughs) that no really uh, yeah i think that was the same for me yeah it was just and it's completely different. Like it, it's kind of mind boggling how different, like 
young adult or whatever you want to call it, like sci-fi, than to adult and how much detail like Crichton put in everything and the science just making sense in those books. And uh, it was just amazing. I just remember being super into it. And then also like slightly disappointed because it wasn't the same as the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's almost like you imagine you're imagining. Cause yeah, I mean, I definitely saw both movies, Lost World and Jurassic Park. I think before I read the books, I remember my dad actually crossed out the swear words in the Lost World. Um, I still have that copy somewhere, but but yeah, you you want to imagine um, you want to imagine you know I'm trying to imagine all the actors, but, mm-hmm. but then it's like, but then I'm like, wait a minute, when when where's the scene where Grant injects eggs with poison and then kills raptors? Right. Um, yeah, it's just completely different. Um, but. You know, that was, it was also kind of nice because we got different content too. You know, it was some extra dinosaur and Jurassic Park goodness. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that, and that, was that exciting to you when you saw like Jurassic World and Fallen Kingdom and, and seeing like bits of the novel, of the novels like kind of coming back into play and kind of referencing things and like taking Malcolm's dialogue or like Woo, more of Woo's backstory? Was that kind of stuff like, holy shit, you know? Oh, definitely. I love when they mix in those things and everything is kind of interconnected. And it's nice that they have that opportunity to, you know, put some of those lines into these newer movies. Yeah, it's honestly, to me, it still staggers me that that first novel that there's so much that that first novel to me is almost like so rich that they Mm -hmm. that they're still taking stuff from that first book. Oh, yeah. And finding new ways to use it in the in the movies, I don't. I can't think of any other thing like that, really. Like it, as far as like nerdy fandoms and, and sci-fi and stuff goes. Yeah, because I think usually they just like skip past stuff and do something that's so different that they could never like work it in later. Well, so that's what I thought of. So when we were first seeing all the glimpses of Fallen Kingdom and stuff and they showed that bunker, I thought we were going to get like underground raptor nest or something like from the from the book. Oh, yeah. Or just, you know, or even um, or at like some point, like I feel like Grant and Lex and Tim in the book are in like an underground tunnel or something. And I thought maybe they were going to like somehow bring in underground raptors and stuff into it, you know, but, it, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, I keep feeling like there's still so much from the book that you could put in the, in these new movies. Like mm-hmm. when are we going to get some, well, I guess we had Charlie blown up oh, rest, rest in peace, Charlie um, yeah. blown up with a rocket launcher. But yeah, I still feel like there's tons from the book that you could, you know, take. Oh yeah. It's incorporated in and it's still like true to Jurassic park in essence, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I I love that. I I feel like the more they can take from the better. I feel like mm-hmm. when people were being like, you know, oh, who's this Lockwood? And it's like there's there's a reference to a to a former partner in the original book. I mean, it's one mm-hmm. line, but <laughs> right, but it's there. It's not like they're making up something, you know. And it said, oh, he didn't have any partners. He worked alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, he did. He had a partner. It's just we're gonna take that little tidbit and expand on it. Yeah. Is there anything from the original books that you 
would still want to see in the in the new movie or mm-hmm. will will we get to see Wu get killed by raptors, you know, or, yeah. or whatever, you know, like stuff like that. I you know, most of it is wanting the more like gruesomeness <laughs> that the book had. Yeah. Cuz I think that was something that drew me to the books as well. It's like, oh, this is kind of violent. Like they're ripping people apart, you know, and you don't necessarily see a whole lot of that in the movies. Yeah. Um, which I know they're, you know, that's not the style that they're going for. So we won't see people, you know, in trails <laughs> flung around, but yeah, it's not. Yeah. Nedry isn't like feeling his guts, you know, spill out from his belly. Yeah. And see in the book, like that was awesome to me. You know? <laughs> uh where was your mom worried about you at all being interested in this violence no um <laughs> no because she was as well yes that's the best uh i love that have we had somebody's like skull crushed by a dinosaur mm. you know has somebody like because i i feel like i'm just getting the image of like the lost worlds i feel like one of the like one of dotson's homies like gets like he can feel the like hot breath on his neck like that mm-hmm. that stuff like still sticks with me yeah we don't we don't see too much of that usually they just are like stepped on yeah <laughs> and that's kind of it i guess in jurassic park three what is his name udesky oh, that's a yeah udesky yeah where he's like being the they're using him as bait oh, yeah. and they kind of like step on him a little bit and like dig the claw into his back Ooh. Yeah, that's true. Oh, so many ways to die by dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I was very surprised. The idea of I, it's 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 funnier the more I think about it. But the idea of the guy in Fallen Kingdom getting picked up by the pteranodon and then just dropped. <laughs> yeah, like that sucks. You know. I mean, you know, at least he didn't get eaten. I guess like ripped apart. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, or you know, getting thrown into the mosasaurus mouth. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and also you got was was that I forget was the pteranodon also swallowed at the same time? I think so. What? <laughs> just two, two just like one gulp. Yeah, two creatures like fighting in the stomach, you know? <laughs> oh god. That's always my favorite fan art. I feel like I've seen a few people draw that idea. Like I wish I knew the artist offhand, but one of my favorite fan art is of Zara sitting in like it's it's a view from inside the Mosasaur's stomach and it's the pteranodon, the Adominus Rex and her all playing cards. <laughs> So this iconic, to me, fan art of the Indominus Rex, Zara, and a pteranodon playing cards inside the Mosasaurus's belly was drawn by Nina Levy or Levy on a napkin. Can you believe that? Uh, I'll put a link to her blog called Daily Napkin, where she actually draws so much beautiful art on these napkins. I'll put it in the show notes. Have you seen that? I haven't, no. Oh my god, I'll, I'll send it to you. But I, I, I don't know, I always think there's like, I was, I was telling, yeah, I was telling my girlfriend that like, there's this weird fascination with like i feel like as far as like minor characters go i feel like there's so much fan art of of like zara and the mosasaur and mm-hmm. and it's it's i mean you know i just think it's funny when when an audit like when a community like loves a kind of a side character or something mm-hmm. it's like i don't see Gennaro fan art you know I mean, we should have Gennaro fan art, right? Yes, I think so. I think we should have, like, wh- where's our Eddie Carr fan art, you know? We need some of that. We do have a deep love for Eddie Carr, though, in this tandem. Yeah, yeah. He was he was a good guy. <laughs> so um, sad. So sad. R.I.P. pouring out for Eddie Carr. <laughs> uh, 
um, being part of the community, writing articles, being involved in kind of the day to day and following the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Were you, I guess, ha- like finally seeing Fong Kingdom, like, did it live up to the expectations or or were or like, I feel like some other people are kind of like a slow burn of like, OK, now I'm like watching it again and again and then appreciating it. Like, what was mm-hmm. that like for you finally seeing it? You know, again, being so involved in stuff like I feel yeah. like I feel like it's almost like people who don't you know aren't part of that kind of thing you kind of go into a a movie more pure you know yeah no and and that's why too i like i ask people who aren't in the fandom like so what'd you think of it like and wait for their reaction because i really don't have kind of a good gauge necessarily because i'm so invested in it but yeah it was it was kind of overwhelming to see it because I was lucky enough to go to the premiere. Um, that's right. That's right. It, yeah. And uh, so that was like meeting people in the fandom for the first time. And, and that was super awesome. And it was just fun walking around, seeing everything. And um, so it was, it was a lot to take in. <laughs> and then we got to see the new movie on top of that. Wow. And, um, so it was definitely kind of like, I don't know how I feel after I watched it the first time. Um, I know I wanted to watch it again. I, Cause you know, there's just so much to that movie that you kind of do need to watch it multiple times to catch everything. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I certainly enjoyed it, but, uh, yeah, I'd want to see it again and again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's, I feel like the first time I see a movie, I'm just trying to like, like know what happens. And then it, then I watch it again and I'm like, I can almost enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I have to like keep up the first time around and then, then I can go back and digest and go, okay, these are the dinosaurs. This is what's happening. Who are these people? Yeah, no, exactly. I realize this is a question I should be asking more people, but do you have a favorite dinosaur? Or is that a compliment? I feel like maybe I just haven't been I, asking that question because I'm like, wait, we're all such huge dinosaur and Jurassic fans. That's like opening up a whole, you know. Yeah, no, arms. my 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 standard answer to that is don't make me choose between my children. Uh, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, no, it's it has varied over the years. Um, but uh, I always have to shout out to the Brachiosaurus because I think that was my first favorite dinosaur um, because of Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, totally. Um, is there any uh, dinosaurs? I just pulled my um, pulled the, the new uh, Parasaurolophus Mattel toy I have in my hand right now. Is there any? Yes. Is there any uh, any dinos hanging around you right now? I don't have any dinos next to me right now. I have some uh, Jurassic shirts. <laughs> you don't have it. We. I feel like these Mattel toys because they're so well done. I'm like they're my emotional support animals, and I have a cat, but. Honestly, these these the Mattel toys do more for me in that way. I honestly like I have a dinosaur in my purse at all times. Yes, I have like one of the little minis in there, and like I always travel with at least a mini, or if not like a raptor or something. Oh yeah, no, that's my favorite. I think that's why. Like, I mean, now I've gotten more into the figures, especially because just because now there's more. Like, I don't know, I I. I have been a weird keeping them in the box, but then because we've had these clearance sales, I've been buying mm-hmm. some and opening them now finally. Oh yeah. Which is like, Oh my God, I'm sad that I didn't do this in the, in the <laughs> first place. But I think for the minifigs were me, we're like, 
oh, I'm going to buy all of them and I'm going to have extras and I'm going to just be throwing them around. And like I went when I went to Nashville, um, you know, recently and I come because I like was running late and I missed my flight and everything like I totally forgot to bring a minifig with me. So oh, I was like, no. first thing on my trip, I'm going to Target <laughs> and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy a couple of, you know, because I mean, they're, you know, again, relatively cheaper than. Yeah. Than buying a full figure or something. But I was like, I have to have a minifig with me mm-hmm. at all times. Now. It's important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then my last dumb, silly question. Uh, do you want Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler to get back together? Yes. Because they're my ship. I think they were like my first ship before I knew what shipping was. They're just, they're so nice together. And everybody does them as a couple. No one remembers what's his face. Like, <laughs> There's no Mark, Mark Degler costumes. No, no one is going to. Co- although that would be a really funny cosplay. Like, yeah. oh, oh, my God. Well, it's funny. I, I posted an article in um, in the Sea Jurassic Right Facebook group about mm-hmm. there was like a photo from the making of the original Star Wars. And there is like a sound guy who's just. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the pink shorts or whatever. That guy. Yeah. And somebody cosplayed him as him recently. And I'm like, that's got to be the most obscure reference of all time. And I was thinking, like, what would be the most obscure Jurassic costumes? Gotta go with Mark. He's up there. <laughs> yeah, it's like him. And I went to a Cinco de Mayo themed Jurassic Park party. I don't understand um, <laughs> how that combo happened. But um, somebody dressed as the goat. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, those it's might like be... a missing leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm getting sad over the goat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to think of what else would be. I mean, again, I think the cup, the couples like or not even just couple, but just either Ellie or Alan in their like, it's almost like in Super Smash Brothers. It's like their alternative costume. I think. That, oh, yeah. That would be pretty obscure. Yeah. Um, I think dressing up as the as the gyrosphere guy, like oh, the guy, yeah, like, yeah. I just work here. I think that would be like a fun, obscure costume. Yeah, that would be hilarious. And uh, what was her name in the in the show? But Courtney Clark. Oh yeah, Courtney James Clark. Yeah. The, yeah the the Mosasaurus girl. I think she has a name. Sarah. I, I think Sarah. Sarah. I don't know if she has a last name though. Yeah, because I think we asked her at one point, and we like the community was like, "Do you have a name?" Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. Yeah, Courtney's great. I still I still chat with her on occasion because we're both big Selena. We're both Selena heads. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, that would be cool. I, she also gets a lot of um, fan art too. Yeah, she for, does. For such That's a pretty cool. for such a like a small role, I feel like people just kind of like relate to that idea. Like if I worked yeah. in Jurassic World, like I want to be the Mosasaurus girl. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, it just seems like you'd have a fun job because you get to like impress uh, people yeah. so much. And then, like, the, like, standard theme park board employee, like, here's your gyrosphere. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, who has the better job? Yeah. Yeah. Courtney, uh, Sarah, the Moses announcer, has a way better job than, than what's-his-face. I wonder if he has a name in the movie. I don't know. He's probably, like, ride operator number two. <laughs> probably. Actor Marty Cotteropel is credited as gyrosphere operator in Jurassic World. You may remember him as Keith, the arcade guy in Stranger Things. <laughs> I was going to say, what if you dressed as the, like, if somebody dressed as as the two 
or no wait yeah like if you had somebody as zach and gray and then the other person is the 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 teens that um zach is staring at that would also be oh. what do you think's gonna <laughs> happen when you just stare at him oh that was great yeah there's so many we we could yeah i, I feel like there's we could come up with a, a i'm gonna start working on one for halloween this year oh nice so that'd be awesome well thank you so much this has been so much fun yeah thank you this this is really fun talking about dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm glad we, we survived all of our construction woes. I know. And all the screaming children have now <laughs> been eaten, I guess, by the velociraptors outside my apartment. Yep, raptors got them. Actually, last night I, wo- I was up, I like woke up at four and I looked outside because I'm up against a hill and there was two <laughs> giant coyotes walking around my the swimming pool in my oh. complex. Just, just coming to say hi. Yeah. L- life found a way and they're going to find a snack yeah you know they do what they do (laughs) thanks so much for listening you can find samantha online at samantha joe 28 on twitter and samantha joe 8 on instagram and over at jurassic outpost at jurassicoutpost.com apologies again for this very delayed episode although in the delay i got a chance to say hi to sam while we were both at the hollywood bowl to see jurassic park with a live score as provided by the la philharmonic you'll hear more about that on this month's minisode coming next week Don't forget that this month's listener question is, if they were to make more Jurassic Park movies after Jurassic World 3, what would you want to see? Call to leave your response, 323-688-6969, or respond in an email at cjurassicwrite at gmail.com. As always, follow cjurassicwrite on Instagram at cjurassicwrite, on Twitter at sjrpod, join the Facebook group to continue the discussion at Podcast on Facebook, and follow me at Stephen Ray Morris. I'll see you next week, but hopefully sooner. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.